Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Kelly with you on a Monday evening. We'll take you all the way to uh, 11 o'clock. And then we're going to go to bed um, and get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Not necessarily in that order. Yeah. Maybe order some food. So listen to this. Yeah. This this is going to be the future of our life. (laughs) Uh, This comes from the Jerusalem Post. Yeah. Um, There is an effort right now. They're in the third phase of a drone initiative yeah. in Israel uh, that has eight tests will, will allow five different businesses to start delivering food, oh, yeah, ice yeah. cream, yeah, yeah. sushi, yeah. Uh, via drone. Right. Um, and during this testing period that's taking place uh, throughout the country of Israel, there'll be 300 flights per day uh, that will be assigned paths where they can go through these drones to have food delivered. And yeah. they ultimate goal is to deal do away with cars delivering food and right. pizza yeah. and have it electri- directly delivered from a drone. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine? Oh totally. I mean it, it, you got I mean you got the drones out there. Uh so you just have to hook up the food to the drone. Yeah, could, but could you, you imagine you know you you go on your Domino's app right now or your Emo's app. Right. And you order yourself up a pizza to right. be sent to your house. It's delivered by a person. And they sometimes they even tell you who's delivering it. Yeah, it's, they uh, tell you who's Charles coming. Charles is delivering your pizza. Right. And so then you meet the person there at the front door. They yeah, knock on the door. Give you them take a little the pizza. Tip. But now uh, you'll be alerted that there potentially will be a drone landing where? I guess on your front lawn. Right there on the front stoop. And and you just go out and grab your food. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's George Jetson stuff. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, that's where we are. You've got the drones. I mean, people are, I see people out there all the time. They got their little control stick there and they got the, the plane flying over. But here. I, don't, I think these are going to be different kind of drones, right? Like, I'm not sure these drones will be operated by a person, but probably a computer because yeah. you would just, well, you put just the plug in your little in. GPS. They know that uh, this is where Hancock lives over here. And uh, here's six pizzas that are going to Hancock's house. And you hook them up there to the flying. Can you imagine? D- uh, Isn't that deal? crazy? It's it's awesome. So there's a golf course down in Southern Florida. It's Michael Jordan's golf course yeah. of all places. Yeah. He built his own course there just north of Jupiter, Florida. Must be nice. And he um, has doesn't have a cart person who delivers drinks. Hmm. They have drones. So you just go on your cart and you say, yeah, I will take a couple of Bud Lights. He or and and Kelly. an unsweetened iced tea. Or an example. unsweetened iced tea. And yeah. here comes the drone. It drops it on uh, the, the fairway right in front of you. You grab it and huh. there you are. 
Huh. See, I, I, I love that. I, I am excited now, about it. Now, it's not good if you're a delivery person. No. And, and that's how you earn a living. But Unfortunately, there's a, right now, there's not enough of those in our right, society. Right, but there's a whole lot of people. I mean, the, over in England, they can't even get people to deliver gasoline to the gas stations. So they don't have enough drivers. So it's a, it's a problem. By the way, let me just say. You don't think that's going to be kind of strange, having a drone just land on your front lawn and no. go out there and grab your pizza? Well, and the good thing about the drone. You don't have to dress you, up for it. You don't have to put clothes on. And, and you know that the drone <laughs> is not going to be nibbling on your pizza on the way over to the house. Oh, I never I mean, even think about that. Oh, I think about it all the time. Do you? Well, so, you know. Do you, you think a pizza person really wants to look at your pizza? They're, they're doing pizza all day. I mean, if they're hungry, no, but and it's, I, they, it's they, not so much. Somebody who's delivering a pizza all day long uh-huh. or for four or five hours straight, you yeah. think they're really interested in your pizza? They haven't had time to eat. And I'm not so worried about the pizza as I am. Uh, say you get toasted ravioli. Or something with fries. Maybe they have a fry yeah. or two. And so you you got the toasted ravioli there. Nobody knows how many toasted ravioli are supposed to be in the box. And, you know, I'm a delivery person, and I'm thinking, hmm. I can take a couple of these and nobody will know. So they, they stick their little hands wherever they've been into the uh, into your toasted ravioli and they start munching on them on the way over to your house. So you're convinced that a drone would eliminate that? Uh, well, a drone's not going to eat my toasted ravioli. I am confident that a drone is not going to eat my toasted ravioli. It's interesting you mentioned toasted ravioli because I guess if somebody sampled a pizza, you'd know, like, hey, I'm missing some some of my pizza here. If you're but really if good, because yeah. I've done this at, at home. Uh, if you're really good with a pizza, <laughs> right? So you know the pizza's coming. Georgian's upstairs. I can usually snag a piece before and and kind of position the pizza in such a way that no one will ever know. Really? Well, if it's a square cut, I mean you can't do it with a triangle cut. But no, the triangle cuts don't. With work a square with cut, you can get away with kind of doing a little nibbling. Yeah. You're a meat lover uh, type pizza guy, aren't you? I like meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what you you don't like a vegetable pizza? I like vegetables. But but why why waste why it? multiple meats at one time? That's what I don't understand about the meat lovers oh. pizza. Oh, I don't understand the concept of multiple meats. Like, what's wrong with just the pepperoni or just the sausage? Well, obviously, or Michael, just the hamburger. It's and what's the, same, the difference between hamburger it's the same and sausage? Principle with Chinese food. When you get the when you get the lo mein, you get the combination lo mein. It's got the beef going on there. You got a little chicken over here, the little shrimp in there, and the noodles. Or when you get the fajitas, you go to the Mexican restaurant. You get the you get the combination fajitas. Yeah, but I don't, you got the I don't beef, like to mi- I don't like to mix myself. You got the chicken. I don't want to mix my meats. Why? I only want one kind of meat. Oh, because you can't I feel gluttonous if I'm eating shrimp fajitas and steak fajitas yes. at the same time. Yes. No, I it's feel gluttonous. It's a cornucopia of flavors. It's 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 an experience. You you if you just have one meat, it's like how how bland is life. I will, but I will, when you got meat on top of meat on top of meat, yeah, see on top that's of not meat, good. Oh, it's very good, especially on a pizza when they throw all those different kinds of meat. I'm oh. like bacon, they sausage. That's why pepperoni. That's why you ordered the way you ordered tonight. Yeah, I said I like pepperoni and bacon and sausage, and you got a pepperoni pizza. Well, with uh, with olives, olives, and I said, yeah, I like olives and onions. They put green olives. They on put there. green olives. Who puts green olives Me. on a pizza? I love green olives. I love green olives. I ate it. Uh, do you, are you a, a black olive only, or are you yes, more of a kalamata black olive? The black olive. A kalamata olive? No, a black olive. You know, with a black olive, you got the pit in the middle. You don't like the purple olives, the purple kalamata olives? Yeah, no. no. That's what the Greeks eat. Well, I love the Greeks, but I like the black olive. 
Really? Yeah. I don't think a black olive has much taste. Are you kidding me? No, a green olive has got kidding that me? salt to it. And that the black kinda... olive. It's and especially if you get them in the can. <laughs> That's the way One to go. They're already sliced up. Yes, and they got the pits out of them. Uh-huh. You don't have to be spitting out, spitting out pits. Yeah. You just pop that sucker in your mouth and start chewing. It's got a very nice texture to it. And uh, <laughs> yes, it tastes. It's in the juice in the can. That's yeah, no, living, that's buddy. not my deal. Oh, that's living. But you, so back to the meat thing with the multiple meats on the pizza, it yeah. just it ruins it for me. So I'm a one meat kind of guy. Now here's something oh. weird about me. I can't eat meat off a bone. So you, you know the con- I do it if I have to, and you know I'll, you, I'll well, say. Well, you know there are bones involved with most I know, meat, at which some is point part of the reason the I've like considered like not eating meat anymore. No, I've tried it a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I've gone down to just vegetables and fish and chicken. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, chicken's I've eliminated meat. Red, I've eliminated red meat. I believe, meat. I could be wrong, but I believe there's a bone or two involved with the chicken. I understand, yeah. but when uh-huh. I, that's why when I'm going out and get chicken wings, it's not my favorite thing to do. I'd rather get chicken tenders. Boneless chicken wings. Boneless chicken wings. Well, but I don't know that a it's chicken a chicken wing. wing because it, it could be a chicken bone. stuff at that point. Yeah, it's just chicken. The, the thing about the wing, if you got the wing, you know you got the wing. Right. If you got the boneless, you got. But the nice thing about a boneless, who knows the boneless wings, if you will, like from a buffalo wild wings or something, they're essentially just a piece of the breast meat that they've cut up and thrown in. And so you, you so you're led to believe. Yeah. But you don't really know. No, that's it, an excellent point. You don't. What, really are you know. trying to ruin every food for me today? Well, I'm never going to order a delivery. It's again. like you know, it's like because they're eating You get pizza. the bologna. I mean, the bologna doesn't come from any particular. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on with the bologna. Well, bologna and hot dogs. Those are two. That's not yeah. really. That's just everything. Right. I don't want that. Well, and so too could be your boneless chicken wing because there's no wing there. There's no. Yeah, but it tastes like chicken. So I don't know. It well, doesn't taste like, like bologna chicken. does. That's like the old guy. You know, he he got. <laughs> <laughs> he got arrested in California. Why? You didn't hear about this guy? Uh-uh. Uh, so he got arrested. You know, they're very environmentally conscious out there in California. In fact, they just, what did they just ban? Uh, you can't lawnmower. use you know, gas, gas, gas lawnmower. generated lawnmowers and blowers. It's ridiculous. Hello, California. Anyway, so this guy, he gets arrested out in California for killing a California condor. It's on the list of endangered species. That's a big deal in California. Well, that would they, be he, a big deal to gets, me. I gets, don't want him killing a condor. He gets hauled into court there and he said you know he said your honor i'm i'm guilty and he gets sitting he's got to pay a two thousand dollar fine he gets uh he's on probation for mm-hmm. a year uh to to watch what he's doing and to protect the environment and uh, the guy's very remorseful and uh <clears throat> so he's leaving the courtroom there with his lawyer and his wife very embarrassed and the judge looks at him and he says uh hey uh mr smith yes your honor uh would you approach the the bench, yes, Your Honor, nervous. He walks up to the bench, and the judge looks at him, and he, he leans forward, and in barely an audible whisper, he says to him, he says, Mr. Smith, you know, I'm just curious. You you ate the condor. Yes, Your Honor. What, what did it taste like? <laughs> and he said, well, Your Honor, honestly, it was kind of like a cross between a bald eagle and a spotted owl. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 
That's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. We'll be back with you after this on KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over. Overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hancock and Kelly in on our Monday night. We came in here to spend late night here on the Mighty Locks. And 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 we prepared um hours. Today, stressful day, a regular work day. We've got stuff to do. We've got clients to take care of. You know, we don't we don't do the radio for a living. This is our fun. This is our passion to talk to all of you. Right. And so we prepare for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And I came here tonight with Several playing cards and these little very cute pouches to play password with with all of you. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, to play were, password. What were you doing with it? <laughs> oh, yes. To play password. Yes. And uh, and I said, you know what I said? I said four three six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. We will see who gives the better clues, whether it's Hancock. Or Kelly. And uh, none of you chose <laughs> to participate. But that's okay. I'm not going to hold it against you. We love you. <laughs> I think it's safe to say Michael and I love each and every one of you. And if you don't want to play Password with us, we understand. You Beatles fan? Uh, I like the Beatles. I'm not, I'm not, really? a, I'm not, I'm not off the wall with the Beatles. I, I, I mean, I appreciate what they do. Yes. What do you mean? Well, they don't do it anymore. Well, what they did. I appreciate really? what they did. Yes. Oh, I'm a Beatles nut. I'm yeah. surprised with the amount of you love music. I do love music. I don't think their music is that particularly inventive um, compared to the stuff that I like. But that's, just, you know, I'm sure that's just me. I'm sure lots of people love the Beatles. Well, listen to this. Yeah. After 50 years yeah. since the split, uh, Paul McCartney, John Lennon, uh, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr, of course, Went their separate ways 50 years ago. Uh-huh. It's being reported right now uh, in The Guardian that Paul McCartney is finally speaking out. He wound up uh, taking most of the blame for the breakup. But uh, he spoke to the BBC earlier to this week and said, I didn't instigate the split. That was our friend Johnny, meaning John Lennon, hmm. uh, who well, did it, was, it. It was Yoko. Yeah, well, I mean, Yoko said, was the the real reason that whole thing. Did. Yeah, and McCartney says, "Look, this was the most difficult period of my life. That's uh, all I ever knew was being in this band. Right? It was my job. It was my life, and so I wanted it to continue." 
Uh, and he said it, you know, it could have been the point of it really was that John was making a new life with Yoko. So Paul McCartney finally uh, coming out, or at least the, the Guardian is repeating and reporting and the BBC is reporting that, you know, he's saying, hey, look, it was John Lennon who stopped huh. it. I don't think that's a surprise to too many. Well, you never know. Do we have a caller? We have a oh. caller for password. Who could it be? Well, let's just uh, go ahead and bring the caller up there, Matt. Hello, Todd. Welcome to KMOX. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Todd, you, you're playing a pivotal role in this evening's broadcast. Okay. So what's what's about to happen, Todd? And for those of you listening at home, we have these little pouches of words. And if you know about the game of password, uh, I can give a one-word clue and you guess what the word is. And if you're wrong, I'll give a second one-word clue and then until you get the word correct. And then we move on to the next word, and, and the next word, as long as there is still sand in this hourglass I'm holding in my left hand right now, which I'm about to hand off to Matt. Matt, I'm handing you off the sand to the hourglass. So what we're going to do, Todd, uh, I'm going to start, and I'm going to give you clues and see how you do with the clues that I give you. Then you're going to hold the line, and Michael Kelly is going to give you clues from his card, and we'll see who is the better clue giver. Is that all making sense to you, Matt? Todd. Makes Todd. perfect sense. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> well, if I can't remember Todd, this may not be such a good idea. Uh, all right. So what we're going to do here is Matt, uh, who is our producer here in the studio, is going to turn over the hourglass. And when he does, I'm going to begin giving you one word clues. Are you ready? Okay. All right, Todd. Here How we go. The hourglass is over. Know? All right. Cover all right. hyphen story. Cover hyphen story. Mm-hmm. Next. Crime. Uh, alibi. Yes. Well done, Todd. Um, Lipton. T. Container. Bag. Tea bag. Yes, tea bag. Um, mesmerizer. Hypnotizer. Um, profession. Hypnotist. Yes. Kung Fu. Fighting. Specific. Don't know. Chop. Uh, karate. Yes. <laughs> um, orca. Killer whale. Shorter. Whale. Yes. This guy's great. Measles. Mumps. Yes. <laughs> uh, Republican. The best. Symbol. Elephant. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, top. Bottom. Whirling. Whirling. Next. Um, 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 short on time. Um, all right. All right. We're gone. Okay. That was phenomenal. Hold on. How many oh, we get right spin? there? Spin. Oh, yes, it was spin. Yes, it was spin. One, but we're too late. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. He's Todd. impressive. 
No, Todd was Not impressive. Bad. Todd the, was the very impressive. Were, all right, now we're going to flip over, uh, and now Michael Kelly, oh. Todd, is going to give you the one-word clues, and, and we'll see how that proceeds. Uh, wait till Matt flips the sand in the Should hourglass. Should I blow? Yes. Should you... I blow it just to make Kelly look bad? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Todd, I want you to do your very best here. Okay. Uh, I, right. want you to, I want you to meet your inner Michael Kelly. All right, here we go. Right, Ready here we go. and start. Oh go. Humans. People. Very good. Back. Flip. Tooth. Molar. Sore. Back, tooth, sore. Ache? Yes. Um, it's radio, Michael. You have to say something. Food. <laughs> Dinner. Japan. Sushi. Korean. Asian. Um, communist. <laughs> China. There you go. <laughs> Vegetable. <laughs> Vegetable. Uh, I don't know. Black. Next. Black no, vegetable? Black fe- huh? <laughs> I don't know. Kalmata. <laughs> We're out of time. The, the hourglass is oh. over. Well, that was three, Todd. Uh, well done. Of course, you know, I, Todd, I'm surprised you couldn't come up with a <clears throat> black vegetable. Um, <laughs> what well, Yes. What was the black vegetable? Well, I was trying to get to oh. olive. Oh, olive. Oh. oh, we were just talking oh. about olive. Yeah. So had, had okay. we been listening, we might have gotten that just like that. Yeah. Todd, you were a, in fact. Oh, it was awfully nice of you to text your answers to Todd give for that his man, call in. Give that man a cigar. <laughs> hey, Todd, thanks for playing. Todd, you're the best. All right, we're going to do one more of these, Thank but we've got, a, we've, got the, we've got stuff going on. We have to step aside. But if you're on the line, hold on. We'll get back to you. And so far... <clears throat> Seven to three. Uh, this is uh, Hancock and Kelly on The Voice of St. Louis. KMLX. <laughs> ah, yes. It's Password on The Voice of St. Louis. KMLX. Michael Kelly, is uh, his team is trailing. Seven to three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Todd was uh, a, a wonderful contestant. And, Michael, you get to go first. on Who do we have uh, to play with We here. have the lovely and talented. Hi, Ruth Ann. Ruth uh, Hello. Wow. Where are you from? Where are you from, Ruthann? St. Louis. St. Yeah. Louis. That is what a coincidence. We are the voice of St. Louis, and Ruthann is calling from St. Louis. That is uh, that is something. Where are you at? Are you in your car? Are you outside? I'm outside. Yeah. Nice. It's little windy breeze. out there. little Lovely breeze blowing. All right. All right. So, Michael Kelly, you know how the game is played, Ruthann. Michael Kelly's going to give I'm you a to this one game, word. Ruthann, but I'm going. He's going to give you a one-word clue, and you're going to guess, and... And he'll give you another clue, and you'll guess until you get it right, so long as there is still sand running through the hourglass that our producer, Matt, is going okay. to be flipping over in a matter of moments. Do you have any questions, Ruth Ann, before we, we begin? No, I don't. All right. Matt, flip the hourglass. And, Michael, go. News. Weather. Boat. Boat. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, what do you? Well, it's a news anchor. I mean, why wouldn't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> anchor. <laughs> All right, half a point. Go ahead, Michael. Water. Skiing. Garden. 
water garden. Waterfall? Um, I'm no good at this. Let's go to the next word. Mustard? Ketchup. There you go. Uh, pepperoni? Pizza. Uh, bacon? Breakfast? Eggs? Um, Slim Jim? I'm sorry? Slim Jim? I think the hourglass. It's sausage. <laughs> that'll be, that'll be, that was very good, Mike. Well, no kidding. Right, so think, was Boat News. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, we're going to give you anchor because of just because of the magnum, magnanimity uh, that I possess. We're going to give you two points there, uh, Ruth Ann and Michael. And now we will see. Uh, I'm going to give you some clues, Ruth Ann. Are you, are you ready? You're going to give me some clues? Sure. I am. And, uh, and as soon as Matt flips over the hourglass, and it is flipped. All right. Cloth. I'm sorry? Cloth. Fabric? Sheets. Quilt. Closet. Cloth, sheets, closet. Oh, you're still okay. The same. Fabric. Cotton. General. Material. Close. <laughs> I don't know. All right, next. Um, covering. Quilt. Head. Scarf. Hat. Um, um, cap, um, covering, <laughs> wedding, veil. yes, veil, very good. We're out of time. We're out of time. Oh. Well, you won, Michael, two to one. Oh. Well done, Ruth Ann. Thank you so much for playing. And was uh, it was the uh, linen closet. Uh, there. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I uh, don't have one of those. Well, <laughs> <laughs> neither do you know, I. I if only I had known, Ruthann. Uh, thank you so much for playing, and have yourself a wonderful evening. You too. All right, that was Ruthann, who apparently does not own a linen, linen closet. Yeah, I think my my guy wasn't wanting to be too helpful to me on my last uh, round of that game. Who, Todd? Yeah. Oh, no, Todd was, he was playing it down the middle. If ever there was some guy, somebody playing it down the middle, it was Todd. Yeah, Republican. Todd and I were. Greatest ever. Did you, did you see, did you see the way Todd and I were on the same wavelength? Lifelong bus buddies. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know Todd. Um, You texted him the answers. I did not text him the answers. He, but we were on the same page and, and he may be one of the finest Americans that has ever lived. Well, there you go. So, uh, bad news for you. What? Walmart, Costco, and other major retailers are beginning to limit the sale of toilet paper again. Say what? Yeah, they're limiting the amount of toilet paper you can buy now when you show up per visit. Why? Well, uh, as you'll recall, John, about a year and a half ago when the pandemic broke, a lot of people rushed the toilet paper aisles, and we we looked like a third world country. I was married to the toilet paper queen. Really? We never. So, I don't know how she did it. Because you couldn't find the toilet. I mean, you'd go to the store, nothing. Mm-mm. Georgian, it was it was like the Berlin Wall. 
She had toilet paper down that hallway. Like, I mean, it was. Did you un- tear down that wall over I the I did year? tear down that wall. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, it's it's gross. Uh, but uh, but she never had a shortage. She was amazing. If, if, if we would have been a pioneer family paddling, you know, wheeling across right. the uh, Western Plains or whatever, um, you would you would want to have Georgianne with you. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. No doubt about Go it. Go ahead. Yeah, so they're limiting the sale of toilet papers per purchase. Why? Uh, and this is all coming not as a result of the pandemic, but as a, a result of the global transportation issues we're having with uh, boats coming to the country yeah. via China and other places. And so now you're going to be limited on toilet paper again, which gets me to the question, John. You'll remember uh, when I first cut my teeth into politics, uh, we were having the debate about NAFTA, the North right. American Free mm-hmm. Trade Agreement. Mm-hmm. It was proposed by Bill Clinton, supported by the Republicans. And ultimately, it was supposed to make it easier for trade to happen between the United States and Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked for Congressman Gephardt, who made the argument, hey, this is really all about, you know, outsourcing our jobs, our jobs mm-hmm. to um, Mexico for cheaper labor. Yeah, back in those days, the Republicans favored free trade and the yeah. Democrats generally favored protectionism. So then uh, we wound up getting uh, subs- subsequent uh, trade agreements, GATT, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we find ourselves in this post-pandemic world where Donald Trump is, was running and was elected president on a platform and really did support it, too, of protectionism protectionism, mm-hmm. and, and really rolling back the trade things. So right. in, in the time that I've been involved in politics, we saw the, uh, the Republicans completely shift their mode. Yep. Makes me wonder if world trade's really working anymore. Uh, we hear the shortages of the car chips that right. are taking place. Mm-hmm. Delays on iPhone productions coming out of China, toilet paper uh, being imported, so many goods that are uh, on back order. You've heard it from our own fencing companies. They're looking for materials right now because they can't receive uh, the goods that they need to be able to provide uh, via retail. And that's mainly as a result of the global trade that's taking place and primarily with China. Uh, I wonder if we are coming to the realization that it may be even cheaper ultimately for us to be to producing these goods in the United well, States. Well, that's the debate. So the debate is and always has been that you should go with the cheapest supplier possible so that you keep the cost of living in check uh, so that you don't overburden the consumer. And it's the, the guns and butter. I'm sorry. It's the bananas and whatever debate where – you know, if one country can produce bananas cheaper than you can, then go buy your bananas there. Right. And if you can produce something cheaper than they can, they buy that from you. And that that's the whole concept of free trade, that it is every every country does and produces what they can best, and they do it at the lowest cost, and they provide it to other countries who, and that's, that's the whole basis of free trade. And, but... There are some things, and you can make a case that steel is one of them, that are vital to your national security, and you can't farm all of that out to a a foreign country. You've got to have some production capacity in your own country. I think that the, the international trade system, by and large, was working before we blew up NAFTA. And, you know, I differ with President Trump on this. Uh, that before we blew up NAFTA and and GATT and and I was the the Trans-Pacific Partnership that the president walked away from, that was specifically geared to get at China. 
to, to have all of those Asian nations be uh, form a trade pact with the United States so that we wouldn't have to be so reliant on China. But we walked away from that as well. Um, and there's a legitimate debate. Look, I get it. Um, we we don't manufacture like we used to in this country. But my point is, well, but, if if we did, stuff would be more expensive. And maybe. Yeah, but, but, but how can it be cheaper, John, to be doing what we're doing? I mean, right now. If you haven't driven by a car dealership lately, there are no cars. There's no chips. There's no cars right. there. Why are there no cars? Because there's no chips. Now, you talked about each country producing the best thing they can. What does China produce? Cheap, if not slave labor. That's well, the only thing they're bringing to this, and no environmental regulations right. that allow them to uh, essentially poison the environment, where then we put those on a boat, we pay whatever it takes to bring those to the boat. If there's disruption because of natural causes or mm-hmm. man-made causes or the lack of ability to, to get this stuff off in ports, it seems to me it's six done one way, half dozen the other. Couldn't people in Bloomington, Indiana yes. or in St. Charles, Missouri yes. be making these chips yes. at the same rate that we're making them in China? Well, that's, I the, think so. that's the question. If they could, if we could produce them more, in, more inexpensively than we can procure them from another country, then the market would dictate that that's what we do. But clearly that's not the case. If we're importing stuff from other countries, it's because we cannot manufacture that and distribute that domestically as cheaply as we can procure it from someplace else. Don't you think the auto industry in particular has to be sitting there scratching their head saying, do we ever want to be in this situation again? Right. And that that may, and the market may force that kind of a a correction. And it seems to me that chips, computers, which, you know, America played a big role in inventing. Yeah. We've outsourced the production of all of the computer chips and processing chips well, in the world to China. We may not be we able can't to make them in the United States. We can. Seems to me we could be paying some really serious wages because I, I'll tell you what, it isn't cheap to get those chips. Uh, once, you know, those chips are expensive inside of cars, we could be producing. Let's keep this going because I really do have questions about the global trade and stuff that's going on. It's Hancock. It's Kelly. We're talking with you, 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. It's KMOX. Back after this. Yeah, yeah. It's Hancock and Kelly on a Monday night. I was Monday talking night. to you, John, just a little bit about this so shortage, potential shortage. It's going to take place on toilet paper. Hmm. Uh, if you haven't been to the grocery store lately or to, you know, a Target or something, and notice there's lots of shelves that are empty with stuff that uh, just makes no sense. Even well, in the meat case, you, you can't get the pastrami that I like sometimes. Yeah, and all of this is happening as a result of, you know, uh, the, the entire pandemic plus you know, the, the transportation and global trade and, 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 you, and you can't get people. I mean, so there's, nobody's working. What, what I heard you say is when I said, you know, why can't we make it so that we can incentivize making chips here right. uh, to bring that, repatriate that work, you said, well, the market's going to dictate it. Yep. Well, your side of the aisle and my side of the aisle both are saying a lot about what's what's happening in China and the oppressive government that China but we don't have much to say on the fact that the market seems to like their slave labor. We're awfully dependent on this country. We have become very dependent on China, and I think China represents the biggest threat to the United States in the world today. Um, they've, they've taken an aggressive posture into the South China Sea by building those islands um, and taking sovereign custody of them. Um, Taiwan sits in the balance very tenuously uh, with uh, an aggressive eye from China looking at them. Uh, all of that is true. Um, 
And we would do well not to be so dependent on China. But you look at how much of our debt is held by China. It's massive. And they have played and are playing a massive role in so many aspects of our economy that's that's uh, troubling. I understand. But, you know, when we had the conversation about Afghanistan and keeping a presence there yeah. and, you know, us continuing to have this imperial you know, there's a lot of money we're no longer spending in Afghanistan. Would it be better not just to spend that money to incentivize business to create those opportunities in the United States? Well, why do we want to be in a situation where everything from our toilet paper to the chips that run our everyday life are coming from the big bad enemy uh, that everybody wants to say is the boogeyman, but we have no problem going over there and getting all their goods and allowing our corporations uh, to go over there and get their goods. Yeah, and I think some of that might be changing. But, you know, as it relates to, like, the, the manufacturing of, of uh, chips, the market, you're going to find the low cost. And if China's not an option, fine. You're going to find the low cost supplier. And if the low cost supplier is U.S. domestic manufacturing, then that's what we're going to do. If the but low when cost... is it not a matter of national security? I mean, our, you know, the national interest. I mean, the fact that we are without chips right now because of our dependence on China, seems to me that's a big drag on our economy. The fact that we may have a shortage of toilet paper again, not because of people over-consuming, but because we can't get it quickly enough from China, may very well mean that it's time to be quit being so dependent on everything from our everyday hygiene to our everyday technology from China. Well, I don't know if you've been tracking my diet for the last few months, but we may very well be over-consuming out there. Uh, but uh, all I'm saying is um, I believe in markets, mm-hmm. and I do not believe in in governments propping up industry because ultimately we pay for that. and. And the the inflationary pressures that we're seeing now in this country that are that's real and strong, uh, a lot of that's related to governmental policy, and it's spending on both sides. I'm you know I'm not going to isolate and just blame Biden, although he's been bad. But Trump spent way too much money as well, and Republicans in Congress spent too much money, and and some of those chickens are coming home to roost. Well, there's no no doubt about that. It's Hancock and Kelly. We're going to take you all the way up. To 11 o'clock. And then what do we have, Matt? The best of something or other, right? The Glover Show, I think, right? Yeah, it's something good. You'll want to stick around for it. Our American stories are coming up at 11 o'clock. But until 11 o'clock, it's Hancock and Kelly. Right here on The Voice of St. Louis, News Radio 1120, KMOX. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.